Welcome to Acona Beyond the Articles, the podcast of Acona Online, the student-run newspaper for the Academy of the Holy Names in Tampa, Florida. Each episode is hosted by our staff members in which they give their opinions on a variety of current topics. We publish one episode per week, and you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now, let's start the episode. Hey guys, it's Rachel. And Ava. And Sarah. And today... It is September 9th, 2020, and we're recording this podcast from Tampa, Florida, and we are going to be discussing the letter to women that is written by Pope John Paul II, written for the Fourth World Conference on Women in Beijing, posted by the United Nations. So we're kind of just going to be giving you guys our opinion, some like historical context of the letter, and just what it means as women, what he was trying to address. Yeah, so this is really cool, because like... Right before this conference, that's not just like a Catholic conference, it's the whole world. The Pope wants to make clear, he says like the church desires for her part to contribute to upholding the dignity, role, and rights of women. And that's a direct quote. And I think it's really, um, I think just think it's cool that he thought it was important to make sure that the world knew that the church wanted to have a say in this and that the church does care about women, which I feel like our society kind of thinks that Christianity pr- promotes a patriarchal society, but um, it doesn't. It promotes like equality for both genders. So, yeah, that's what this letter was definitely needed in today's society. There's a lot of issues that women are faced with on the day to day. So this letter kind of sets a lot of um, controversies controversies clear. Yeah, I feel like he's really does a good job of addressing like the issue of the dignity and rights of women because in different places, people handle it differently. So he wants to address it. And as he said, seen in the light of the word of God and not by how society views women. Yeah, and I think that a lot of women um, feel like misunderstood by men. And I think the Pope kind of understands that because he addresses it in a really personal way by saying that he would like to speak directly to every woman. So he like recognizes that it is a personal topic and he's not like, disconnecting the issues from the people he's seeing it as a whole and yeah do you guys want to dive into the rest of the letter yes let's do that all right i think it's interesting how he like started by thanking all different types of women like thank you women who are mothers wives daughters and women who are sisters working women consecrated women and then he ends with thank you every woman for the simple fact of being a woman and he's just, like, taking into account all different types of roles that women play in society and kind of just saying, that like, they all have equal dignity no matter what they do. And that when he says they have often been re- relegated to the margins of society and even reduced to servitude, and that has prevented women from truly being themselves, but he encourages women to be themselves and that they are worthy no matter what they're doing with their lives. So I thought that part was really significant because he could have easily just said, thank you for being a woman and not have made it so personal to all the different types of women, because as women, oftentimes we just, um, just overlook how great we are and we don't see our worth. So if he would have just kind of addressed women as all women, and uh, I feel like a lot of the readers of this letter would have just been like, oh, well, like I'm not the great person that he's just like talking about in this like that doesn't really apply to me but he specifically con like contacts and is talking to each type of woman so you feel like he's directly talking to you and speaking to you 
Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, just speaking in, like, really general terms, like, as a woman, like, as a woman, like, me, as a woman, when someone just says, like, thank you for something, like, that'll, like, make my day. I'm like, oh, that was so nice. Like, someone will be like, hey, you're funny, like, or, like, thanks for helping me with this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, like, it's the little things, you know? And he really does that in this second part of his letter. So, for sure, he makes us feel like, because I feel like sometimes we just get the notion that we have to be doing all these things to be great but like he's really just saying like we are great just in our like truest purest form like we don't need to go like completely above and beyond like we're great like just in our like born plain self like <laughs> we're cheering up a little bit yeah he kind of like just says like you don't need to go out of your way to be like extraordinary like in god's eyes we are like the pinnacle of creation for sure yeah that's what that kind of made me think of how um apparently we are more complex like we're the most complex and beautiful creatures that god made like i just did not know that at all before miss doobie talked about that and before like i researched it before the letter like our brain is apparently more complex like that's yeah. literally insane it's like our left side and our right side can connect connect better which like allows us to have a deeper connection with people and that's why women are like are more like compassionate and more nurturing i thought i thought it was really cool when i read about that yeah okay so this kind of like it's it's connected just bear with me so i was listening <laughs> to taylor swift today and you know in her her album the one before folklore it's called lover i think oh, it's yeah. oh like, yeah, yeah 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 Okay, so she has this song in it called The Man, and I always, like, I don't know, I like that song. It's catchy, and it's kind of, like, um, but she's kind of, like, almost complaining in it. Like, she says, I keep running, like, as fast as I can, wondering if I'd get there quicker if I were a man. And, like, I kind of relate to that in some aspects. Um, and at one point, she says, like, when everyone believes you, what's that like? It's just talking about, like, some of the struggles she has in her industry. And, obviously, Taylor Swift gets a lot of hate that I personally don't think she deserves, but... um. So she says, like, wondering if I'd get there quicker if I were a man. Kind of like, hey, like, if I were a guy, this would, this would be easier. But um, I think, I mean, what makes Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is, like, she is a woman. And if she was a guy, she just wouldn't be the same because women are so complex and beautiful. And, like, I don't know. Like, I like the song. But then when I listen to it, I'm always like, yeah, but, like, she's, like, an awesome, like, yeah. woman. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't need to be a guy to, like, be successful in her field. Clearly, yeah. she's I feel like she's such like a staple for young girls, especially because she's like pretty much knocked down all the barriers that the industry has set for her. And I feel like she's just overcome so much throughout her career that a man would never have had to go through. Right. It makes her stronger. Yeah. And I feel like it shows. It gives her song such deeper meaning. Yeah. That's the Kobe says that he says women have contributed to that history as much as men. And more often than not, they did so in much more difficult conditions. Like he literally addressed that makes sense. Literally perfectly put. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) I feel like when he get like, he does address how women have been underrepresented. And then I feel like he goes back to that women like should be recognized now because they weren't in the past. And I feel like even though they continue to be overlooked, the Pope is just like, you're still great. Like, God still loves you. It doesn't matter. One thing I thought he addresses later on, he says, um, the gift of motherhood is often penalized rather than rewarded. And I think that's, like, a big issue. Like, I think about that a lot. Like, I want to be a doctor. So, like, I think about, you know, like, going to med school and, like, okay, like, yeah, I want to get married someday, but can I even do that? Can I even have a family? Because I, like, fall behind everyone else because, like, 
you know, like the medical field is really competitive. So like, I don't know, just like often penalized rather than rewarded. And I think that's what kind of pushes um, so many women to see like abortion as like a privilege too. Is like, hey, like I can kind of, I won't have this distraction in my life. And I, like, I need to do it. I have to do it to keep up with men in this world. And I think it's kind of sad that our society like puts it in that light because like motherhood's a beautiful thing. So it's like important that um, like our government and our community supports mothers with like, you know, paid maternity leave and things like that. Yeah. And instead of like penalizing women for being mothers, we should reward them. For and sure. I think it's really cool that the Pope addressed that here. It genuinely is like the most beautiful thing ever, like creation. Mm-hmm. Like we literally can create life and that's another thing you mentioned maternity leave and I know like correct me if I'm wrong I'm pretty sure maternity leave is part of the reason why women just in general get paid less than men in their Mm -hmm. jobs I've heard that I've heard that before too right I just feel like the um motherhood was like reserved for women like God saved that specifically for women and I feel like it's not really recognized that much, but. Yeah, for me personally, literally, that's the, I have no idea what I want to do as my profession. Like I know I want to, whatever I want to do, like I want to be good at it. I want to go to mm-hmm. grad school, whatever, but I've just always wanted to be a mother like so much. Yeah. I always talk about how like, yeah, I want to like work and then I want to make my own money. And then when I'm like stable and like, I want to have my kids and I want to be able to stay home with them hold on we're having some technical difficulties yes let's see all right um okay well until uh rachel comes back ava and i will i guess we'll keep going yeah we'll just keep discussing some uh, literature women okay so Oh, right here, it's actually talking about kind of the male to female relationship. And that actually, I feel is almost most applicable to today's like times and some of the issues with women, because a lot of women are sexualized or like represented only as put on earth just to like, please man, like even just some people get confused with the story of creation, like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, they think that God just added Eve just so Adam had some company, which is just not the case. Eve was saved for last because she was the most beautiful and complex creature. Yeah, I feel like, um, like you were saying, she's the most beautiful and complex creature. And yeah, like man compliments women and women compliment men. Like it's not a one's more hot, like one has more respect or more dignity than the other. Like they're there to compliment each other. Exactly. They are both. Oh, what was I reading? It was another kind of part of that. It was was just going more into depth about the compliment, like the complimentary relationship that males and females have, that they genuinely just like both kind of play off each other, that they're like in unity, like they are both together. And that actually like that makes me think of how before original sin they were completely like they only looked at each other as gift. Like I know Miss Stevie was talking yeah. about that a little bit. Like they genuinely just viewed each other as gifts for each other, and they just lived in perfect union. Like literally, we're naked too. Like now yeah. we use that. Now that is such like, a yeah. Now if that was a thing. Like 
I feel like society has made it, like, so sexualized when, like, in creation, like, they were naked, like what you were saying. And now if that was a thing, it would just be so sexualized because women are just, like, I feel like in society, women's dignity isn't held to, like, the standard that it should be. Oh, Rachel's back. We got her back. back. Sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. (laughs) So we were talking about um, creation and how some people view Eve as just um, being on earth, that God putting her on earth just so Adam had some company and how that is just so false and how they are completely complementary to each other that they both need each other as gifts. I just found this, like, quote in the letter and it says, such respect must first and foremost be won through an effective and intelligent campaign for the promotion of women concentrating on all areas of women's life and beginning with the universal recognition of the dignity of women. And I feel like that comes from society recognizing that like, yeah, women are equal and if not like better than men in some way, in some aspects and that women ha- are, they've made so much progress and that women are courageous for stepping outside of the box and, like how women decided, yeah, I can go to work. I can do the same thing. That actually, that makes me think of how um, Pope John Paul calls women a mystery and almost relates it relates it to the um, Paschal mystery. Like how they are just like such complex creatures. Like only we truly know like how we operate and how we act that like no one that's not a woman can see in on our thought process and just how we like function. Like we are a mystery that needs to be like discovered and investigated and just appreciated. Right. And I think that's also part of the feminine genius he talks about too. And I feel like he never really defines that in his letter, which I thought was interesting. So I was just kind of wondering what you guys like thought like feminine genius like meant. Cause like it says, like, Mary is the highest expression of that. I feel like the feminine genius is just, like, living up to the standard of Mary. I feel like that's what he means. Like, not really caring. Like, when she was pregnant, everyone knew that she wasn't Mary. married. So everyone judged her. And I just feel like she didn't care. She kind of just went with what God wanted her to do. Yeah, she's, like, the perfect example. Yeah, of how to be a woman. So I feel like that's kind of what he means with the feminine genius. But Mary just truly lived her life for God. Like, she got ridiculed and criticized for, like, being pregnant without marriage. Like, she, but she, like, all that mattered was that she knew that she was, like, the Blessed Virgin Mother. Like, she was having Jesus as a baby, and it didn't matter what anyone else thought. It was, like, between her and God, really. And, like, and I feel like if you know something to be the truth, you don't have to go around proving it all the time. Like, if you, like, I feel like guys, like, struggle with that. Like, if they know yeah. they're big and strong, they don't need, they shouldn't need to go around being like, oh, I can do this, I can do this, you know what I mean? And Mary yeah. never, like, did that. Yeah, I feel so like she- guys are always trying to prove, like, their worth to each other. But, like, I feel like we are so much more, I don't want to say intelligent, but I guess that's the, I guess that's the right word to you. Yeah, like, we're more mature that we just don't feel like we have to do that so funny like, and if we do it's in a way more backhanded and less obvious yeah. way. <laughs> or it'll be like a joking thing because I feel like we always joke about that kind of stuff it's, yeah for sure yeah. I know I do 
yeah the contrast between like guys our age like having these huge egos like Mm -hmm. walking around like constantly talking about themselves and girls who like could not give themselves a compliment if you paid them I feel like we're always like finding like the insecurities in ourselves and we're never like showing like oh like I'm so good at this but we're always like oh I messed up like one little like nitpicky thing right I feel like society does that to us too a little bit Mm -hmm. just like with expectations for sure they make like society just makes us think that we need to be all these things like beauty standard like literally just being one easy example but like being smart having to be the best like make all these improvements the perfect body I feel like social media has such has had such like a difficult impact on how women view themselves especially like when you see like models posting you're like wow like why don't I look like that that's like what half the time it's photoshopped yeah (laughs) Don't even get me started on Photoshop, like, models. <laughs> you already think they're so pretty. And then you're like, no, they don't They don't Photoshop themselves. Like, I always think that. I'm like, no, they wouldn't do that. So then I just have an even more unrealistic image of beauty right. in my head. I know. But then, like, that's like, that even they feel like they have to Photoshop themselves when they're literally gorgeous. Like, that's sad. Women are beautiful. They are literally the most beautiful creatures that God made. So for a little recap, should we wrap it up? Yeah. I think it's time. Right. So, I mean, basically every woman, like no matter who she is or what she does is beautiful. And she does have feminine genius and God gives us all those gifts that um, men just, don't have and it's that's not even to take away from them we're just different from them and I think that's a beautiful thing yeah I feel like he highlights that women is like have a special beauty and the giving of themselves and their care for others and how nurturing women are especially being a mother or just being what was it like a spiritual mother isn't that what it was called that's what we have so much dignity that we need to recognize in ourselves and as women we need to support other women and we need to build each other up and be spiritual mothers to each other and that's something that we can practice on the day-to-day and then other people reading this letter can apply that to us for sure yeah thanks for tuning in guys yeah hope you guys enjoyed learn some stuff i hope you guys enjoyed this episode we'll be back (laughs) all right october episode yeah peace out Hey guys. Because I've personally never had any like problems with my weight. I know people that do and they get scared because they're like, I don't want to be whatever again. It's so scary, so stressful. It's hard for me to empathize because I, I don't experience it. Yeah. So. And I think that um, it's a normal thing to go through where everyone, ha- we have this body image. I mean, it's normal mm-hmm. for teenagers to look at themselves and compare themselves. Mm-hmm. But it, when there's a difference with normal, how do I look, then, oh my gosh, you know, even though I'm 100 pounds mm-hmm. and I'm five foot six, yeah. I'm fat. Yeah. There's a difference there. So it's more of how you view yourself and if you love yourself enough that you, that you know you're enough. And that's mm-hmm. what uh, I believe the Academy tries to impress, that, mm-hmm. you know, you are 
children of God, you are, you have worth, and it doesn't matter what you look like, and it's you have to embrace who you are, and you are not a calorie, you are not a pound. Yeah, you're not a you, number. Right, yeah. you are a person, and it's all in the healthy way you look at yourself and um, and take care of yourself. So we want to help each other out and um, help our friends and to not see the negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love, like, because I'm a teenager, I think it's, like, this age is where people are most insecure usually because it's, like, my coming of age, I want to grow up and I want to look, I don't know, I just want to get the teenage life. And, like, with that, of course, people are insecure. Everyone's insecure. Everyone has something wrong. But then I think with the media and all these other um, mm-hmm. outlets, other things affecting you, I it's think like- that a lot of um, – corporations will like profit off of like insecure teenager I'm going to appeal to you like to make you feel right. bad so you can fit this mold for my brand. I don't, I don't think that it's as prevalent as it used to be. Yeah. I mean like look at Melissa McCarthy she makes the funniest movies yeah, yeah. and you know she's a heavier woman mm-hmm. um, who has lost weight and then gained weight you know that kind of thing yeah. but she is accepted no matter what weight she is mm-hmm. she is a very talented actress <laughs> and comedian so yeah. we love people um, all different kinds of people. I could say different um, examples, but and even men. You know, mm-hmm. used to always have to be the tall, strong, handsome guy. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of short actors who yeah. are freaking amazing. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm hoping that's that kids mm-hmm. look at these role models and, and love themselves. And, yeah, and yeah, care about themselves and just get that feeling. I can do anything. I could be anything. Yeah, and it, it doesn't matter how I look or or what I eat. You know. Yeah, like. <laughs> In my middle school, they would show us Dove commercials because those are really good because they're like, love your body. And I think it's really positive and I think it's really good that, like, our society is growing past, like, thin to, like, it's okay to be anything. It's fine. As long as you're healthy and happy, you're okay. And it's... And I think that um, I noticed, especially here at the academy, how... Mm -hmm. Friends go out for each other, but also you're you are all sisters and you have mm-hmm. each other's back. Yeah. And I can't see that somebody struggling would get by with it mm-hmm. um, on their own because there's always yeah. somebody, either um, an adult or another student, mm-hmm. that is going to say, "Hey, you know, something's not right. What can I do to help you?" And that's the that's what the message that I'd like to get out is that. Um, you know, we all struggle with things in our lives, and sometimes it doesn't even have to do with weight, but maybe that's how it manifests yeah. because I'm dealing with, you know, some other kind of stress. And um, as long as you know you can go to somebody, you mm-hmm. can go to your favorite teacher, you can come to the counselor, obviously. You can see, you know, talk to one of your friends and maybe one of your friends would say, hey, let's go talk to whoever it is. Maybe it's mm-hmm. the principal if you feel very close to or um, another adult in the building. Um, we're all here to help each other mm-hmm. and support each other and love each other. Mm-hmm. I agree, especially, like, I know personally friends that are like, I'm so stressed, I don't know who to talk to, and, like, you can go to the guidance counselor, like, they will help you, they're much more trained in this than I am, for sure. I think also it's good to know that, like, as teenagers can support people, like, you can't put all the weight onto yourself, and it's good to get outside help and outside support, so it's, like, if your friend's struggling, know that, like, you can't solve it, but you know that people that are more qualified can. And growing up, um, I had a cousin, well, she's just my second cousin, but um, from a young age, she um, was hospitalized for an eating disorder, Mm -hmm. and it was the saddest thing that I've ever seen. She's just a beautiful young girl, and she was not overweight ever Mm -hmm. in her life, 
but she just um, needed a lot of help. Um, she did learn some skills, and she's a successful adult right now, and I'm very proud of her. Mm -hmm. But every day it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. So it is um, very, it can be very concerning, um, but if you get the right help mm -hmm. um, and know how to face it, mm -hmm. you can, you know, overcome. It. overcome. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I was talking to my other friend, and she was like, I wonder if it stays forever. I'm like, it doesn't. It, it can it can get better. And it's like, mm -hmm. of course, people are still insecure, but it doesn't need to become a disorder. It can, it can change. Self-love. And as much as it's so much easier said than done, just, I'm not saying, oh, just love yourself and get over it. But no. definitely. It takes a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of time. So, so okay. thank you so much for uh, joining me in my podcast and taking the time out of your day to meet me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast and make sure to check out other interesting stories or podcasts on our website and Spotify.